This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your moment? The guardian love you soft. Now on. You do as I do. You may the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk about intersectional and inclusive feminism in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my wonderful, hilarious, and brightly colored wearing co-host Mo- Moni. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> Uh, all I saw was the raising of your chest, but I think the oh didn't come out very well. No, it didn't. Mo, mo, moni. I've lost it. Moni. It's gone. It's gone. Moni. Kind of, yeah. Mo, mo, moni. Par- yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been friends for like five and a half, six years. I don't even know how long. And I, I, I can't pronounce her name. Your name? Her name? Whatever. Her name. It's six years almost because I'm self-employed for six years. It's true. This year. Yeah. June. Yeah. Oh, something we're almost like that. six years together. That's so cute. I know. Aww. Also, where the fuck did the time go? Jesus Christ. I know. I know. That's like. I, that's I'm having like a the... full circle moment, actually, because I sent someone a really awkward picture of feet today. And I also, that's how we became friends. <laughs> it wasn't my feet. It was photoshopped. It wasn't photoshopped. All it was right. canva shopped. It was not my feet. <laughs> you say that now and then it turns out it's your feet. You are responsible responsible for the ads that Liz is apparently getting constantly right now. Mm-mm. Liz is getting feet ads, I think. Mm-mm. So 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 it's not my I would fault. just blame it on you. No, it's you're not the my feet fault. person ever since. I'm not know, the we, feet we... person. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that you say that, by the way, because the other day I was watching like I, sometimes I find like memes on Facebook or whatever and one of them and some of them are like subtitled conversations of things that happened on like Graham Norton or, or, for example and the other day I read that Kate Winslet had to put socks on in a movie where she had like some kind of sex scene or whatever or, like a close scene with Idris Elba because she thought he hates feet but the opposite is true Idris Elba is into feet <laughs> So I just found that really funny, That's to be honest. Good to know. Yeah. So she had to. I don't know what off. I'm going to do with that information, but I appreciate <laughs> having it. Feel like I don't know what you do with it either, but I feel like it needs to be known. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> it wouldn't be into my feet, Liz says. And I'm like, I don't, I don't generally don't, don't like feet at all. I'm, I don't understand why anybody likes them. I, like i don't admire i'm like in disbelief that there are people touching them deliberately for like like pedicures and things i'm just like why would anybody want this kind of job but i mean i agree sorry to interrupt this very important conversation about feet can you hear that no i don't think so like okay. not really, when you spoke, I heard something, but when you don't speak, I didn't. Okay, that's fine. And because of course today they're doing yard work, garden work, trimming the bushes with a big fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, when you speak, I can hear it. When you no, don't that's... speak, I can't. So it's okay. So just you... carry on, money. Take our show away. <laughs> no, that's not how we do it. <laughs> It's now the money show. No, I don't. I don't know if I'm the best person for this topic today in general, or I mean, or in general. But we decided we go with it because everything else is too fucking depressing, and we have no energy to speak about the things that we should probably be speaking about. But life is too hard right now, so we are like, let's do something that hurts no one valentine's day (laughs) yeah we had a big conversation actually about whether we were going to talk about the serious stuff going on um 
and Monty got some very angry uh, messages from me. Not, not the <laughs> no, anger was was not directed no, not, towards, not towards Monty, me. not towards Monty. The anger was me out into the world, and I was like, it was, I was like, funny, I'm actually, gonna, I'm gonna you... swim this out. Like I swam, and the entire like swim, I was like, I'm <laughs> and I got out of the pool, and I was like, that swim didn't help. We need to talk about this. <laughs> and Monty was like. <laughs> That did not help in the slightest. It, like, it made it you worse. You just came with me with fuel. That's what I've read from the messages. She was just like, I just swam this off. I tried to swim it off. It didn't work. It was clearly getting worse. And <laughs> she's like, we need to speak about this because da 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 da. And I'm just like, I'm not sure <laughs> it's such a good idea to speak about all of this from this place right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so we decided so what, what we're today saying is, is that we acknowledge that shit is shit right now. Like it is really, really, really shit, and we're not talking about it on purpose. Which kind of makes us flukes, but at the same time, everything is so heated right now, and I don't think it's a good position to add to it at this moment. Mm-hmm. So, so. We're not adding to it at this moment, but we will likely in the future yeah. have a have a. And I mean, we always do discussion. anyway. I feel like, oh, we try to do it anyway. Like we try mm-hmm. to be like speak about all these issues that are very burning right now throughout the entire podcast. Anyway, so it's not that it's just this is the one or die one or no episode. It's just it's a constant topic that I think this like kind of going throughout our stuff anyway but um yeah right now it's just everybody's it's not a good we could all use a mental break yeah which is why valentine's day it is which is very ironic considering i'm so not super romantic in the slightest (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i'm not a big Valentine's person, but it's Valentine's Day today, so we thought, why not talk about love in like yeah. all its geeky things, like the 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 games with good love stories and and um, books that we love um, that like eh, have like the love theme and rom coms and other things like love in the media that we love, 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 love. I'd also be curious if you've ever gotten a really cool Valentine's gift that you remember to this day. Um, <clears throat> yes. Um, my my first boyfriend uh, was a radio DJ. Well, he was at he is currently a radio DJ. Um, but when he was at school, um, at college, learning, he like made me a mixtape of um all sorts of songs and some uh, snippets from his like radio stuff, um, radio talks and stuff. And he put it all together and he gave it to me and he was like, see if you can find the hidden message. Um, and Miss Nancy Drew in you was like, but I, I didn't get the hidden message. Um, so like now, many years later, like eighteen years later, I'm 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 like, I never did figure that out. I wonder what he was <laughs> oh, trying no. to tell me. And now, and like, he's giving me such a complex. And now, if somebody sends me like a song that they want me to hear, I'm like, why do they want me to hear this song? What what do they mean behind this? Like, is this just be? Is just is this just a song or? Uh, <laughs> do are they trying to tell me something? <laughs> Uh, Michael said in chat was it uh, all Taylor Swift and Adele breakup songs <laughs> sorry I just think that's um, really funny <laughs> it, it was not because they didn't exist this is how old I am it, they, 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 they didn't exist um, but we in, had our version of breakup songs didn't we they were not I breakup mean, I can't songs think. Um, I'm actually trying to think no, because we had already broken up at that point. We had broken up and then gotten kind of gotten back together. So what happened is Michael will understand this. I got turkey dumped. Um, he went back to college and came home for Thanksgiving and dumped me over Thanksgiving. Turkey dumped. Um, That's what you call it? <laughs> uh-huh. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, my and God. And then when he came back home for Christmas, we 
um, he was like, I really want to see you. I really want to see you. So like, I was like, fine. And, uh, we, we had a big talk and I foolishly was like, okay, let's try this again. And then, um, in the post for Valentine's day, I got this, this tape and I was like, he did not tinsel up me. He, he begged for me to come back. Um, so I, and then I got this Valentine's tape and then in April he came home from school and it was, it was fine. Everything was fine. We were great. It was wonderful. And then in the summer he got a job out West and was like, well, I'm going out West. And I was like, oh, okay, well, see you when next time you come home. And then he got married and I was like, you're cheating on me. We never broke up <laughs> officially <laughs> the second me? time. What? <laughs> what? He knocked, he knocked a girl up and then her dad made them get married. That mm-hmm. story took a fucking turn, eh? What? Yeah. What? Um, oh my god! Yeah, I'm still Facebook friends with him. His, How his fucking oldest, weird! His oldest kid is like 18, and I'm like, wow, gosh, so weird. Maybe 19 Aww. or maybe 17. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. Um, yeah, but he's 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 fairly well known um, now because of his being a radio DJ. But is it a clear breakup message? Like, we never broke up a second time. And then I'm like, you're cheating on me. And now you're marrying her. And, like, we never broke up. What? But what did... Did you just stop talking or what? How did that... Like, what? I don't understand all (laughs) of this. Well, the day that he was going to the airport, I, like, show came to his house because to say goodbye and i was like oh and and we hugged and we kissed and then he was like well i'm going to the airport and i was like okay like i love you safe flying and then we just never talked again (laughs) like ever (laughs) this is the funniest thing i mean it's not fun it's fun in hindsight it was definitely not fun in the moment but like holy shit yeah we we talked um (laughs) We connected on that thing called Facebook that was brand new, like all those years ago. Um, so it was must have been two thousand and six. I was in a relationship with with a girl, and he was like, "Wow, was our breakup so bad that I made you gay?" And I was like, "Yeah, clearly, <laughs> you made me gay." There wasn't even one. I'm just in this never-ending limbo of will we get back together? That's why I just took a girl instead so I wouldn't be cheating on you with a man or whatever that means. It's bullshit yeah. what I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. No, wow. no, it's so funny. There's no hard feelings. I was I was hurt at the time, of course, but there's no hard feelings. Like, I, I don't see his, his face come across uh, my Facebook and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah. Flinks, he said, when I was a young... Uh, when I was uh, young, when I was young, a uh, guy I was dating gave me chocolates and a dozen red roses. The only uh-huh. time I've ever received flowers from a guy, I thought it was very romantic, but like romantic, but I guess he meant it as a friendly gesture. I mean, Flinksy, you were dating, so I would mm-hmm. assume, I would assume that would it was not just well. a friendly gesture. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really like, sorry if I've like made certain people in chat awkward with my weird story of my first love. Just they're, they're, no, Monty knows other. stories I feel about we him. all. What? Monty knows some other stories about him. Do I? Yeah, I do. don't remember right now. You need to remind me afterwards. <laughs> no, no, I'm just no, no. Did funny though? Like in hindsight, it's funny. It's never funny in the moment, mm-hmm. but it's. Funny in hindsight. <laughs> Listen, I once got a card of a Walking Dead comic character with a glass shirt in the eye that read, I want to stick it where it shouldn't be. <gasps> what? <laughs> Amazing. That story took a fucking turn while I read it. Oh, my God. Oh hey, Money Go, what's your Valentine story that sticks with you? <laughs> I have not. I don't think I have one. Like, I'm not, again, I'm not, like, super romantic in any way. Like, I was very into lovey-dovey shit when I was like younger and the hormones of running through you and all you want to be is in love. Um, then, <laughs> then I don't know. Was then that was always really important. But like now, I'm just like we just looked at each other and was like all the best. 
<laughs> That's it. Amazing. <laughs> I didn't even know what he was talking about initially. I'm like, what? Well, oh, and then I then it clocked that it's Valentine's Day. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah, to you too. <laughs> um, I don't think I ever had. An, I mean, I always had like really. I didn't have a lot of relationships. So only a few. And some of them, they weren't around. Like, because I dated online before dating online was cool. Like, I just found people on the good old ICQ and the internet and then met up. And then if it was kind of like, kind of boyfriend material at the time because it was desperate as fuck, I just was boyfriend. But boyfriend then, I just said that's what happened. And then they were never around. So it wasn't really anybody that was like close to me when I was a teenager. And then the boyfriend that i had for like four and a half years in like up north of germany in hamburg that was like way too far away to like ever really Mm -hmm. so i don't remember anything about that too and then there was just a priest and that was all different anyway (laughs) and then the weirdo that's it i don't have a long story of like weird weird thingies yeah (laughs) i found the card on facebook memories wasn't even a physical card what do you mean it wasn't a physical card was it just like what tom sent me today (laughs) i mean (laughs) you're just really far away though i know To, to be honest tom and i don't really do anything for valentine's day it's like happy commercial love day that's about it yeah yeah that's also it right it's not as massive i don't think here as it is in other like in, i think in the u.s it's really really fucking whoa it's huge okay so i'm at this like senior living place that my mom lives at and um people are obsessed with valentine's day obsessed i'm like has this always been a thing um that people have like valentine's decorations on their doors there's a valentine's day dance there's um everybody gives valentine's cards i'm like you're all like 70 years old and you're just exchanging valentine's cards like i don't get it no <laughs> i don't like get it it even that's that's valentine's decoration on the door and shit i'm just like mm-hmm. what what it but i wonder sometimes how this like how do you manage to make something so commercially charged? Like, this is not something that happens from one day to the next, I d- can't imagine. So, or from one year to the next. So, mm-hmm. what is happening over the... And I mean, I guess as soon as they realize how much money they can make, then all advertising will be 100% behind all of it. But I mean... Totally. Holy shit. Didn't, like hallmark make this holiday or something who knows but the only thing i'm a little bit sad about is that we were in walmart one day last week and there was a gigantic dinosaur stuffed animal that was holding a heart and i was like mm. mom can i would like this for valentine's day and she was like no and i was like but it's gigantic and it has yeah, a heart and you're gonna pack that in your carry-on suitcase if well you can't no i would buy it a seat next to me <laughs> I mean, can you fucking imagine coming back to Northern Ireland, walking with a dinosaur with a big heart all across the airport, seating like, it I next to you the on the plane? Person in that this entire <laughs> plane, like people would be like, you oh, would damn, be look meme at this girl. material. She's so cool. I would happily be a meme for that. Uh-uh. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, Jinx says we were broken. My ex bought me eighty dollar roses when I said no, and I was not grateful. I mean, I would not be either. Yeah, and I th- that's it. Also, I, and that's what Faith also said. I really hate being. That's a quote from Chad, by the way. I really hate being forced to do anything. So, like a special day where I'm obligated to express emotion is just not me. And I totally get that as yeah, well. Yeah, I do too. I'm like, like this I'm is just... one day I will not express my love to you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just because somebody... <laughs> and my mother was not happy about that. Yeah, I'm like, I show I'm you every like, day of my life that I love you. <laughs> that you're a great mom. That blah, blah, blah. Why? 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 No, not doing it today. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I'm just, my life, all my, like everything is my in my life is filled with spite. So especially those Mood. things, I'm like, fuck all of that, fuck it. Like, you didn't do any... And also, I don't take anything that happens on that day seriously. Because if you gave a shit, you give a shit about me 
or tomorrow too or yesterday mm. and not just today so i'm just like leave me alone with all of this and it's not that i need like stupid bunch of roses like also i don't like this or any of this either so i'm not a flower person i don't i think it's wasted piece of money like you just cut off flowers so they die afterwards and in three days you throw them away and then then what was all of that shit for like it feels like the most unsustainable gift to ever give someone so why would also it's fucking expensive so why would you even want to give that to someone like buy me a give me a plant something (laughs) exactly (laughs) give me me something with roots that will stay alive like our love (laughs) 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 yes but also everything i touch dies so maybe not so maybe not and i agree (laughs) with what michael said Um, michael prefers gestures that are not on an obligatory holiday give me flowers on a random thursday because they reminded you of me and i agree with this 100%. I'm like, don't, I, I I would not appreciate flowers like on Valentine's Day. But if you're just mm. like, hey, I saw this bouquet of daisies and it made me think of you. And it's like April 4th. Yeah. <laughs> you were close with April because, oh, April. Oh no, my birthday month. I know. What I was I like, I can't use date April. that is not my no, birthday. No, no, no. That is not April Fool's no. date. That is not your birthday. I was like, fourth. <laughs> yeah, fourth. <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry, Liz and Gemma. We don't hate love. Well, I don't hate love. I I quite like love. Um, and I just I, I quite have, like I have, love. I love I love love. Um, I just have no real feelings towards Valentine's Day. But I love that Gemma does. I love that Gemma loves love and loves Valentine's Day. Yeah, and I also think it's different, right? Because. I feel Gemma is also a person who expresses her love freely throughout the year. So for me, this is very different if somebody does that throughout the year anyway. So it's not just this on this one day you get special treatment because it's Valentine's Day. And how many, and I'm going to generalize it now, how many men don't give a flying fuck about their people in their lives? And then just gift something on Valentine's Day because they Mm -hmm. have to. Like, and every other Thursday, they don't give a flying fuck what's going on and treat you like shit. But now, because it's Valentine's Day, now you get something. Mm-hmm. So this is what just this is the thing that annoys me, right? So this is uh, this is for me also not an expression of love, but it's I guess also because I'm really 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 acts of servicey. Like I'm so hardcore acts of service it's kind of cracking me up a little bit. Because what the weirdo started to do recently because we are not going to bed together anymore after like years of fighting over it. All of a sudden they stopped and I am free reigning over my sleeping time, which is the worst fucking shit to happen. But here we are. But what I noticed in the last couple of weeks is that whenever I go to bed, my pillow is like fluffed up and in a position and I'm like, hmm. And then I asked him because I was like, am I making this up or is he doing it? And he's actually fluffing up my pillow when he's going to bed without me. And honestly, this is the cutest thing. <laughs> to, uh, like, I'm just like, I just, this, this shit, even though I don't care, like technically I don't care about what my pillow is like, but because he's fluffing up my pillow, I'm like, you're the cutest. What is going on? Honestly, that is and, the cutest shit I have ever heard that he does ever. I know. <laughs> And all of our years of friendship, I'm like, oh, I know, you know, like, (laughs) I know he does. Yes, he does love me. I know that he loves me, but it's just uh, because this and this is how acts of servicey I am. I'm just like, this is way better than Mm -hmm. if he would buy me flowers tomorrow or give me a gift tomorrow. I don't give a shit, right? But because he's fluffing up my pillow and I see it for 30 seconds when I go to bed, this is what this is speaking right to my heart. Mm-hmm. And that's why all of this outside thing isn't totally not at all my jam. But they, these things are. It's like that, like, oh, look, he thinks about me. And then he's, that's I mean, I know he thinks Very about cute. Me. Yeah. Very cute. Tom is an acts of service guy as well. Yeah. How I'm do not. you handle that? Yeah, <laughs> you're the words of affirmation person, which affirmation. is very difficult. It's very different. So, like, I actually don't, um, I don't get a lot of love validation because 
that's not Tom's love language. So I'm like, mm. uh-huh. <laughs> just, so yeah, we have a, a little clash and like, I know that it's fine. Let's not get into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I get like, I totally like, I, I think it's all we can, we can t t dial it down on our friendship because I'm also not at all words of affirmation and you are, vary so mm -hmm. i just think that can often be really tricky because we don't speak the same language in that regard mm -hmm. and 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 it's just yeah difficult to because it's sometimes hard like sometimes when i look at the weird and i'm like why is everything so difficult like why can you just not I think sometimes if you don't speak that language, it's hard for you to see when you are loved. So because all the things Tom is doing for you, you just maybe not necessarily always see them as, as an ex expression of love. While for him, it's like 100% an expression of love. While you just want to have him say something like, I really like you or something. And that's like... Sometimes he says something to me just like out of the blue and I start to cry and he's like, what? And I'm like... You don't ever tell me that. And it was really nice to hear. Aww. And I'm See, like, and I would me, like to hear this more. <laughs> or aww, things along that line. Um, and then it goes months and I'm like, okay. I don't, I cannot tell you the last time the widow and I told each other that we loved each other. Hmm. But it's not, I'm not missing it at all. Because to me, this is always something where I'm like, and I mean, it's tech, I think it's a little bit based on my history with things, but it's also because I just think people say so much shit all the time and they don't necessarily mean it. And so, so, and it's also because the ex basically told me he loved me and then told me he just said it because he thought I wanted to hear it, but not because it was actually true. So I'm just mm -hmm. like, well, um, so, so that's also why I'm like, words are not. I'm just, I hear them, I acknowledge them, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. You can show me if, how true that is. While on the long run, just telling me something for me makes no state, doesn't stick at all. Mm -hmm. I agree with Jinx as well. Like, we say it a lot, but not all mushy. And, and uh, totally, like I say, like, that's not the words that I'm specifically meaning that make me cry. Yeah. Liz yeah. says, dating an author who needs words of affirmation is tricky for me too. Liz, you're also a words of affirmation person. You just like to put yourself down and that's also bullshit because you write very well as well. It's true. You do. Yeah, I love you. Shut up. And if it, if, if the, I think, <laughs> and I mean, I have to, <laughs> I think when the weirdo calls me an old coochie, that's his expression of him loving me because <laughs> I do amazing. think that we have like, the way I speak to literally and I feel the more the closer we are the less I would say anything like I don't know why I've ever told you I don't like you or whatever but then in, in, in an overall general setting I'm just like I love you all but in a one-to-one -one with the closer I am with people I would never say that it's true it's like a barren wasteland between me and Moni <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, Monty, how do you feel about me? And okay, okay, okay. Last Valentine's Day, I had like a total freak out because I had like a fairly new group of friends who I was getting close to. And I was like, do they like me? I don't know if they like me. How do you know if people like you if they don't tell you that they like you? Like, I obviously like them and I'm talking all the time, but like, do they like me? And I had a, a minor meltdown and was like, I don't know how to make friends. And I, I mean, I was obviously like also in a very like recent group situation i was just like i don't know how to do the brain and the friends and how do you make friends like i'm too old to make friends and um then i ended up like messaging with one of those friends for ages on valentine's day when he had valentine's plans with his family and i was just like i i'm having a hor horrible horrible time do you like me can we talk about this oh god I, I, in hindsight i felt really really bad but like me having this absolute like friend breakdown um which was all made up in my brain because like adult friends don't need to tell you that they like you i don't um, know I, yes and all yeah. but i also think it's because Making friends as adults is difficult. Mm -hmm. Yuffie, nobody tolerates you. Yuffie, we love you, like, genuinely. 
I have those same thoughts, Yuffie. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But I have to say, I go through the like. I have a gen- like. I have my. This is difficult. I have two approaches to things. If somebody doesn't, number one is if somebody doesn't like me, then whatever, it's not my problem. Like I don't need to be liked by everyone. But do my friends really like me? <laughs> like, like, like I do have a two where I'm like, huh? They haven't spoken to me in like a couple of days. Maybe they hate me. Maybe they just like whatever. And I feel like that also got a bit worse during COVID, too, because uh-huh. you kind of don't. <laughs> don't like see them as much or like and everybody has shit going on so mm-hmm. and and I just know it from me and then I try to remind myself right that I am also currently not reaching out not because I don't like them but because I am just not feeling very well right now so it's not and life is really busy and I have so much work and, and then I ghost somebody for like six months and don't talk to them. But not because I don't like them, but because life is too hard right now. Honestly, honestly, I'm feeling like this is a, a group therapy session um, right now because 100% yeah. agree with everything that you yeah. just said. And like, I feel like I'm being annoying and there... I will use an example from yesterday. I was messaging somebody when my brain was was very overwhelmed and I like wrote them like this kind of message and I was like and over the course of an hour no response and I was just like <laughs> something else and then I was like uh thanks for putting up with me and they replied um I was having a nap. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was having a nap. How fucking dare you have a nap while I have a crisis? (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) What happens to me sometimes is that I think of something, like like I've said something stupid, which I always do, because I'm always dishing out to everyone. And then I feel really guilty because then I start to connect to things like a lack of communication with what I just said. And then I feel really bad. And then I fall into this guilt spiral that we talked just before we started the stream, where I start to feel so guilty about something that I said like three days ago. And I will bring this with me on my guilt journey for days, for absolute days. And either I just sit it out and sometimes it stops or... Or I start to message a fucking novel to whoever person I said whatever to. And I'm like, I am so sorry I said that I really didn't. And then I explain everything. And they are just like, what the fuck is just going on here? Like, why? What this I didn't read it is like this at all. Honestly. <laughs> this is my life money. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. So there are the people who are like this, um, including us and many people in chat. And then there are the people who are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And apparently we only have these connections with them. <laughs> with the what the fuck is wrong with you people. Uh-huh. Because. But then I, I sometimes get it with you as well. You have it with me as well? Sometimes. Sometimes I think I, I annoy think you. I think I'm so secure with you and with Tom that I rarely have it with you. Well, that's good. That so, so so so, but with newer ones because we know each other for six years. Like it, it reaches a point where they're like, yeah, they know me now. I know them now, so it's mm-hmm. not. A, but like all the new There's ones, a point in a friendship reach- where you get and like yeah. all of a sudden you become too open, and then you're like, oh, I think I can actually say anything to you, and it's gonna be okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what you could tell me that I'm like whatever. Why? Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's like it, also it is, really awkward when it's a fairly new friendship and you like get to a point of like openness really really quickly and then you're like like emotionally open not open about yeah. like other things but then all of a sudden you say something like super emotional and then you're like this could go terribly <laughs> but then they I mean, respond in hopefully a good way and are like as emotionally open and then you're like oh okay oh, we crossed yeah. that bridge okay we're friends now <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've. I feel like because sometimes my brain is not as. My brain is not as. 
I sometimes think I'm really slow with my brain. I don't think I'm stupid or whatever. I do think I have like some wits about me. But I think I'm sometimes really slow with processing things. So I know this from like, and, and I feel I catch myself, especially also during work situations where I started to work in a specific job and I asked a lot of questions because I wasn't getting what they were doing. And then, then as soon as I'm like in it more, then I realize what a stupid question that was in hindsight that even asked that, right? So I have the same thing with with when I start to connect with people where I'm just like saying whatever I don't like, I'm not thinking about what I say. So I just word vomit it all out there. And mm -hmm. then only afterwards, I'm like, maybe that wasn't a great idea to say, like I said, I told, <laughs> I was had an internship and in school still. And I still, that, that I still carry the story with me to this day when I was around 18 or something and we had an eight week internship at a printer store and I had to sit with a secretary for like three hours. And after one hour, I told her what kind of contraception I'm using, even though I was like there for like a couple of days. And then afterwards in hindsight, I'm like, could you maybe not have told that? So I'm just like, and I think it's just because I'm making most of it, most of the things I say, I say in a jokey way. I think that's how people just easier digest the bullshit that I'm dishing out. Mm -hmm. So even though it's a lot of information and it's not just like blah, 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 whatever, uh, small talk shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, especially not having an inner monologue. Um, Oh yeah, I don't when know I, how you do life. <laughs> Just like RIP um, people's DMs with me, like when we have crossed a threshold because I just like, and then I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> that yeah. happened. <laughs> it's, 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 I can't even, like I can't. Yeah, but I'm also like, I, I don't actually think I'm very good at making friends um, in general because I am like, I, I saw that Yuffie said it in chat very closed off until I feel super secure that I won't scare someone away. I absolutely agree with that because I'm like, uh-huh. And like, I, I keep it really, really surface level. And then all of a sudden, like something happens and we cross that. And then I'm like, oh, now you get this. I'm Here is my bag. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> or I, I'm, I'm kind of like not as apologetic now. And I'm like, thank you for putting up with me because I know that this is a lot. <laughs> But we are here now. But then there's people I like you, and I'm just like, here you go. Deal with it. <laughs> I honestly never felt anything of the sort that, like, I never felt, like, all the fears you're expressing, I never had this reaction to any of that. Like, I never once read your message and was like, oh, my God, holy shit, that's a lot. Oh, well, that's good. Not, not once. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Jinx says I'm only extroverted when I'm drinking, so it's not safe. <laughs> I mean, that is all. Yeah, I, I am a different person after a few drinks, and in, in, in a group of people that I know only like surfacely. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking if we got like because I couldn't remember when we got drunk last, but yeah, I remember now. I mean, maybe not last, but I remember. I don't know. I think I wonder how much of all this insecurity, A, I wonder if men share that, and B, I wonder how much is because everybody, the society keeps telling us bullshit that actually nobody really uh, like has in the same way anyway. Like the, we, all the people that are in chat right now basically echo what we are saying mm -hmm. to down to to a t so so i'm like huh is it just that we have so many people that are like us here or is it actually that it's just so common that everybody has the same issues but nobody fucking talks about it so we're just all True. sitting here in our own misery and being like nobody likes me life is horrible why do you hate me um mm -hmm. and maybe i'm shit <laughs> yeah, I was talking with somebody the other day about um because they think that somebody that we all I'm 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 awkwardly not using any names. Um so they think that someone that we both know doesn't like them. And so eventually I was just like, "Why do you think they don't like you?" And they were like, "Oh, because they're like 
they, they, I don't even remember what they said. And I was like, you're ridiculous. Of course they like you. Like, of course they do. They wouldn't be talking to you if they didn't like you. And then I was like, and I was going to say this, but uh, something came up. So I'm saying it now. Um, and say, um, uh, um, so I've totally lost my train of thought. Um, because Cheesy looked at you weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so much for not naming names. Called out. <laughs> um, but I was, I, what I was going to say before uh, something happened, I don't remember what, but the conversation, I went somewhere else. Um, and I was like, of course they, they like you. Like, I have those things as well where I think that people don't like me, but they somehow seem to keep coming back to me and like talking to me about things. So obviously they do like me. So I have decided that unless somebody tells me that they don't like me, I'm going to just assume that they like me. And I think that we could all take that attitude. I mean, it's still a work in progress, but I'm 100% like, this is what I'm putting out there into this world right now. I mean... Yes, but also I definitely, like, sometimes I don't need people to tell me they don't like me because sometimes I'm very aware when people don't well, like yes, me and that. just tolerate my existence because <laughs> we're in the same circles. So, but like, if somebody um, is talking to you, like, they initiate a conversation, I'm like, yeah, there is obviously, like, they don't hate you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They don't hate like, you. They might not want to be best friends with you, but they don't hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Life and friends and love is really hard. <laughs> yeah, so let's actually get to the conversation we were going to have today. <laughs> 45 minutes later. <laughs> well, it's, it's also because I don't, I'm not sure we have so much to say about everything. Like, do you have any nice romantic geeky things that, um, well, um, love, lovey-dovey stuff? No. Nah. Not really, but I do want to actually talk about um, the movie 80 for Brady. I went to see it yesterday on Valentine's mm -hmm. Day with um, my my mom and two of her friends and one of her friend's daughters, also my friend who's down. So, like, it was a group of five women going to see 80 for Brady, and some of them are in their, like, late 60s, mid-70s. Like, so it was quite relevant hanging out with, like, old people watching an old people movie starring Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, <laughs> my icons. Um but that movie was so good. Like, it was a football movie, but it wasn't. Like, it was about Tom Brady, who I didn't know who that was until I saw the movie yesterday. I'm so sorry, football people. Um, wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Um, and there was it was like this story of friendship and like everything that we're talking about and like these this group of four friends went through so much together over the years um, and that's what I loved about it. Like it was, it was hilarious. It was heartwarming. It was really hard at moments because like there was um, women in it who had uh, been widowed recently and talking about like the loss of their husbands and mm. um, one of them had had cancer and, and that's how they actually um, like started to watch football um, was during like like cancer treatment and um so like it, it was it was hard at times like it mm. wasn't this like light and fluffy movie but it was a story of friendship that goes into like your 70s your 80s your 90s and like that kind of friend love is more like so important especially mm. as you age um, i mean it's important mm. all the time um but yeah. especially as you age um to be there for your friends mm. Um, I, I really, 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 really liked the movie, and I would actually go and see it again. I liked it so much. <laughs> cool. I think I saw an interview with the four, because it was four actresses, that the cast, main cast, something. Mm -hmm. I do think I saw a disc with a discussion about this, and I saw Jane Fonda actually saying that she is actively trying to make people befriend her and she's doing that by constantly reaching out to them so it's not impossible to make friends when you're older basically that's where she was coming from just because she was like constantly messaging um 
the other ones that were participating, I think Sally Field or Rita Moreno, she was just constantly, constantly, constantly like checking in and like putting in the effort to be in contact with them. And that was kind of fascinating maybe and kind of also showed me how shit of a friend I actually am because I'm not at all like that in the slightest. And she was right when she was saying she's doing that intentionally to to basically nurture the friendships and mm -hmm. create new ones in the end. Yeah. I think it's a good message, especially like in terms of everything we've been talking about. Um that like it's okay to reach out to people even if you're not yeah. sure. Like if if you're nervous, you're like, oh do they like me? Do they not like me? Like just try. Just try. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I don't know I don't know I don't know where it I don't know where I feel like I was really good in my youth with connecting and with friends and everything and calling awesome. them and whatever. And mm -hmm. somewhere along the way, I got really, really bad at it. And I yeah. can't put my finger on it where that happened. I think I've had so many like big slash close friendships end um, quite abruptly or quite like dramatically or even just like quietly and i developed a bit of a complex about it if i'm if i'm totally honest because i used to be really yeah. good like i remember going up the escalator my first day of university and there was like one person standing up there and he was like medieval studies and i was like medieval studies and we hugged and we were like best <laughs> friends for four years um <laughs> i love that for us <laughs> Um, and like I used to be the person that like I would have all these friend groups and I'd be like let's all hang out together and then like I brought friends together mm. but I was always like I never hung out with other people's friends I always like brought everyone together and then they made friends yeah. and I was like oh, I'm like a friend catalyst um, and and then and then people stopped being friends with me and I'm like oh what have I done oh I think this is a much larger psychological issue that maybe I should unpack some I mean other there are, I think that different aspects to all of this right so one is when you're so okay one is when you're younger I feel like your values also kind of start to change and shift like you're more open to everything because you're experiencing and learning more so you're like let's be friends with everyone and then you start to um kind of it's also something that I've read somewhere or I don't know that the older you get the fewer friends you have because you really focus on the quality of your friends and, the, and not the quantity of it which makes so much sense because you just over the years I feel like you start to realize who is a good friend and a way that you want to be friends with them and like gives you what you like and I'm not saying that you need to give and get from friendships, but it's 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 like an it's like some kind of exchange nonetheless. And so if somebody's just taking and sucking out your energy, then those mm -hmm. are not the people you will want to keep in your life in whatever way, even though in a in a surface level it seemed like you were really good friends, but when you go deeper and really figure out the values of the person, that's where you separated. Mm -hmm. And I also had like this massive friendship breakup where I thought for a while I would never recover but then I also decided I don't want to give them that much energy like I don't want to and this was like like kind of family almost family like friendship that then mm -hmm. ended um because it was also partly family and that for me for a while I was really like if that breaks up then whatever is 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 not nothing like nobody else is not worth it but like everybody else can hurt me like that but then mm -hmm. at the same time I, some somewhere along the line I decided that is too much power that I give them and if I basically just make all my friendship decisions based on what happened to me because of it, I am the one who's suffering. They don't give a shit about it anymore. Because like, you don't mm -hmm. have contact with them anymore anyway. And you're the one who is suffering from that and not anybody. Like, not the person you're doing it because of. Mm -hmm. Not because... Yeah. So, so... Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Deb says I have to. I've learned to distance myself from people who suck out the energy. Who suck the energy out of me? One hundred percent. Same. No, I definitely do that. That distance is important, and sometimes it's a little bit 
awkward when a person needs to be in your life um, and you're like, I don't enjoy spending time in your company. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, and I think we push ourselves more than we want to anyway. Like, I feel we try not to, nobody immediately drops a person based on the first sign that they get from them being kind of not aligned with what you're about in life anymore like you we we give a lot of people a lot of credit pre-credit anyway like i don't know but some people are just it, it, it's the repeated issue that when you when you feel like it's repeatedly more a uh, taking from you than a shared friendship experience and i feel it's just really difficult mm -hmm. yeah Jinx said, I will say I no longer have close friends to talk to about important things and that is hurting right now. COVID and Trump changed too much for us all here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's really, I think it's just, I, I wonder how much that all, like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's some bit of like, what I know, I don't feel, I just need to, wow, speaking is really Word hard. Out. <laughs> what I try to say is, I don't think I don't have a lot of friends. I do think I have a lot of really good friends. None of them are here in physical mm -hmm. form. Like, And after the years, especially, I feel like there is one left. Like, that's my best friend here. And she's, like, I feel like we've went through a bit of, like, ups and downs with it. Especially, like, COVID was kind of um, a bit rocky. But we got through that in a way. Not because she was, like, totally, like she was not a QAnon person or whatever like but she was more critical or less critical kind of than I anyway um so it was a bit tricky for a couple for a while but it means that only one person is left and I do feel that as well like that that nobody is like I feel like I always had this dream of having a lot of people and a lot of friends that can come to your house and you can like get, eat together and like play games together and things and I literally don't have those people anymore. And that feels really lonely too. Like that mm -hmm. sometimes feels very sad. And not because I'm like, I don't have any friends. I feel I do have a lot of friends, but they are not compatible with my life. And uh, to a degree, I feel like maybe it's my own fault and it probably is. But it's also because I feel it's so difficult to find someone that is so niche, like, where can you find I, I live in Bumfuck Noah Hillbilly Town. There are no like there are a lot of people, but they're all very the same. And so I feel different because I'm nerdy and I'm not married with kids since I'm like mm -hmm. twenty and and I have my own business and I do work that nobody understands. So it's difficult to connect with people when they don't even get your life in a way. And so, so that's, I think, what makes it difficult to just connect with others. Yeah, I get that as well. Being like, I will say I've had difficulty making long-term friendships in Northern Ireland. And mm -hmm. I think like, and then there's the whole, like, they just end. And I'm like, what happened? But I think it's a Northern Irish thing. Um, that's okay. But like 90% I mean, I think also it means that those people weren't supposed to be in your life. That's true that that true like that. it just that's just that, that, that's not people that you wanted anyway and it maybe took longer for you to figure it out that's very true yeah um so i agree that like 95 percent of my close friends and the people that i want to talk to every day i have met through like the internet and mm -hmm. twitch and less twitter mostly twitch and discord like and that's how yeah. the connections was made um but i i do really want to shout out um like one of my friends in northern ireland who ha i have had a rocky relationship with over the years um but i was uh the maid of honor at her wedding in october um and like i always kept myself back from like sharing too much of my life with her um even though like we have been through so much over the years um all, mostly good but some not so good um and then all of a sudden i don't i don't know after the wedding after like we got very close like in the in the times coming up to the wedding and like some uh, that emotional barrier finally disappeared for me and now like she gets it all and i'm like wow how did this happen like we have been friends for 14 years with a little gap in there. Um, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I finally feel like I can talk to you about the stuff that's going on in my life. 
And it's really nice. It's really nice to have somebody mm-hmm. in person that I can go for Indian food and like bear my soul with. And I'm like, huh, mm-hmm. this is nice. This is really yeah. nice. Yeah, it's a, it's like, and that's some, t- yeah. I feel that's something that gives a whole bunch of energy as well, even if you're like introverted, like you are more. Mm-hmm. But it's the good quality conversations with people that you care about. I feel it's just really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, online friendships are great and people that you mostly talk to on the internet yeah. are great. They're wonderful. They're fantastic. Um, mm. But there's something nice differently nice about that in-person friendship yeah and i feel i just also feel those are really also really difficult to make Mm -hmm. they are they are yeah um so anyways that's all the geeky media things that we love (laughs) (laughs) i feel this was just a celebration of love and friendship maybe with complaints and being weird Mm -hmm. because that's who we are yeah yeah and no, I mean, this it's true. Really what cool saying. It's so much easier to find weirdos online, though. Eh? I mean, yeah, it's, it's easy true. because you find the people that really merge with your interests. Like as I said before, all those, all the, all the friendships I had, I had here, I had from school or maybe from work. And this is you kind of put together at a certain circumstance in your life and this is what brings you together so it's not that some shared interest brings you together or it's not some shared value that brings you together it's work that brings you together and that means like it could be anything it doesn't even need to be the same job as you because maybe that would be kind of similar but it still means that people could have all types of interests and all types of 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 values and you just get on with them and it doesn't mean that those friendships weren't great and aren't at the time like i still have contact with a few of them but like not very regularly and stuff and but it's not not comparable to i am a i am a queer geek let me out of here kind of thing (laughs) and so where do you it's hard really hard to find those i think Mm -hmm. it is but it's wonderful when you do yeah. yeah yeah so what do we take from this now we need to reach out to our, per- our friends more and people Online do and like offline. you and people, people do like do you. like you and it's okay to show you're weird um and i think if y- we're not even as weird as we think we are no we are we're just all weird together yeah but i think we're not too weird even though we think we like, I think like, for example, Liz is my prime example. I think Liz was in her life in a lot of situations where people were really different. And that's why she felt she was out of it somehow. But I don't think Liz was ever weird. I think, I mean, weird in a way that it's like in an unsociable, weird kind of way. I don't think that's true at all. I just think those were the wrong people to interact with and we all just need to find the right weirdness of the right people that are just as weird as we are. And I then agree. Just you just find your feel as... Find your weird. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying weird as in, like, it's a bad thing. Like, no, I no, like but being I think weird. <laughs> I have no issue with being weird either, but I think some people think they're too weird for other people. You're not too weird for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really n- not great at being the first one to DM unless that barrier has broken. So break barriers with me, but you have to start it. Sorry, that's 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 the that's the unwritten rules in Amanda Land. <laughs> I am sh- I, I am the one who starts it but who is not pulling through. <laughs> Hey-o. I'm the one who reaches out to strangers <laughs> and is like, but I still think the I still think the Animal Crossing villagers look like dicks. So that's that's <laughs> my introduction to Gemma. To Gemma, that's how I started to message her because I said on Ben's stream that the Animal Crossing villagers look like penises, and so that's how we started to communicate because Antinis told me to suck it. And well, to shut up about it because it was family friendly at the time. And I still needed to confirm that they really look like dicks. So, yeah. And it's just. But I'm hard <laughs> with keeping contact. I'm the ghosting one then. 
which has nothing to say about how much I like or don't like you, by the way. Just putting that out there. Oh, same, same. If I don't reply to you nine out of ten times, it has nothing to do with how I feel about you (laughs) and everything to do with me being quite bad at conversation. And Amanda, I imagine some people also have naps. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I think that was a lot of love and friendship and other weird shit. Just a random rant about anything, everything. It was good. Perfect for Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was. It was was good. Um, So yeah, if you like what you hear... Um, come hang out with us on Twitter or Twitch or Discord. You can find all that information at geekcaring.com um, and you can join Discord at geekcaring.com forward slash Discord. I was going to say forward slash Yuffie because my brain just read the word Yuffie <laughs> and I was like, that's that's not the link, Amanda. That's not the link. I mean, you would want to meet Yuffie as well. Yuffie's I great. would. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's in Discord, so you can meet her there. Um, come hang out with us. And uh, if you like what you hear, uh, give us a rate and review on uh, wherever you review your podcast because that'd be cool too. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and we will be back next week for another amazing episode, even if we it don't is know an amazing what the topic episode is because we have oh, an it author on. It's an amazing episode. <laughs> it's true. I'm so excited. Need to book. So excited. Need to read the book over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. Cool beans. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. 